Hey now, brightsiders, my world's on fire. How about yours? That's the way I like it, and I'll never get bored? Yeah, I was trying to do a Smash Mouth thing there. Because weirdly, I was at a bar, maybe like a, a week or so ago. I don't know, all, all the bar times blend together, and I've been out of the bar too much lately, which is why I'm staying home and trying to get you this podcast out, at least on the day of. I should have done this earlier, but again, bar. Um, yeah, there was a bar that played two different Smash Mouth songs. Two different Smash Mouth songs. What the fuck? Yeah, you can thank Shrek for them being popular for a minute, which was a great film, but did we really deserve Smash Mouth? Although, I mean, who who's worse or better, depending on how you want to look at it? Smash Mouth or Nickelback? Like, because, I don't know, Nickelback is Canadian, so I can forgive them for some stuff. And, like, I will say it, definitely a tool tune, How You Remind Me, or, you know, not even a bad song, that hero song from the Sam Raimi Spider-Mans, you know, up until Tom Holland Spider-Man, the one, only ones that mattered. Yeah, I still do not think that those Andrew Garfield ones existed, even though they had one of my favorite comedians in them, Dennis Leary. But that's not what this is about. Um, I guess it's been long enough since this that I'm a little less heated, and also I just started drinking this morning because I had to get out in traffic. Uh, but and I'm a little more calm, but I just want to be clear that the hypocrisy of Hollywood with the Hong Kong China situation, the Harvey Weinstein situation, which has blown up a little bit more um, in the last few days since this was recorded, which is interesting. Uh, but yeah, I just want to be clear that no one here actually cares about anyone except maybe a handful of people. Like, you know, feel free to still like Kristen and Dax, uh, Misha Collins. Like, there are some good people. But can we please stop with the Twitter warriors? Seriously, people, if you don't care about what's going on to the people of Hong Kong with the Chinese government, and you're not going to boycott Disney or anybody else that cares way more about the China dollars uh, than people and real human rights, or like the people at, what was it, the Actors um, Improv or whatever in New York that willingly invited a you know, sadly not uh, convicted, so we just still have to go alleged rapist with with Harvey Weinstein after the big fucking to-do about he's horrible, we gotta get him out of power. No, they invite him and then allow him to be around people. But yet, the women who are mad about it get kicked out. Oh boy, 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 boy. That's why this episode is on one of my favorite subjects, hypocrisy. And then we talk a little bit of Evil Dead, since Josh is afraid of everything, but uh, I got him to watch those, since they're just funny. And, um, you know, we talk about that. And then I finally play a game that I invented years ago when I had Sports Without the Balls, the YouTube, short-lived YouTube channel, let's face it, because it was a lot of work and I wasn't very good at the, the production part. But the joke writing was on point. But yeah, the game's called NFL or SVU, and it's surprisingly difficult to realize which, you know, prompt that I've written is from an SVU episode or an actual crime committed by an NFL player. And I hope to be playing this uh, more since, you know, there's new crimes coming out every day in the NFL. And if you listen to the Jeselnik and Rosenthal podcast, then you guys can get your NFL fix here. Uh, I know there were some complaints on theirs that there wasn't enough NFL talk, but you know what? I'm here for you guys. I like that podcast too, and um, I like the NFL, and although begrudgingly sometimes, but you know, go Cowboys.
yeah, uh, that happens. But yeah, I've blabbered on, blabbered on, and I forgot to go look for this joke I wrote years ago about Jume uh, <laughs> James Winston. I can't even say his name right because I'm laughing thinking about it. But maybe next week I will have that joke on here. Maybe in the intro, maybe in the podcast, I don't know. But I'm going to go find it because it's literally my proudest work besides this podcast. But yeah, you want to listen to this podcast, don't you? You don't want to keep hearing me blabber on about what's in it and what I forgot to do and, you know, how I suck. But yeah, so just enjoy the bright side of Hong Kong hypocrisy, NFL or SVU, and Evil Dead. Mrs. Brightside is brought to you by Pink Honey Collective the leading self-care brand in the CBD industry with a mission to provide high-quality CBD goodies for all of the busy bees who believe in holistic healing. You can grab your bath, beauty, and wellness products for you and your pet at www.pinkhoneycbd.com and get 20% off with code BRIGHTSIDE. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Pink Honey CBD and Pink Honey Collective. That's promo code BRIGHTSIDE, one word, at pinkhoneycbd.com. Psychology, turn your attention to me, because I'm not just really I, or joking about I'll be a crime. It's just what I have to say, and I've got a master's degree, now on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Mrs. Brightside. Now that I told an inappropriate story that I probably have shared on here, and I don't know why I didn't just record so you guys could be like, why did you tell this weird Charlie Sheen story um, before? But I just hit record now, so you guys missed it. But it'll be in the DVD extras. DVD extras. Do you watch DVD extras ever? I used to. Uh, now I barely watch DVDs. Like, yeah. I was going to watch The Watchmen before I watched the new Watchmen show, but I didn't want to get up and put the DVD in, so, like, neither one of them have been watched this week. I'm the same way. <laughs> I started the new Watchmen show because I want to watch the movie first, and because my fiance hasn't seen everything, so I want to do The Watchmen, but then we have that podcast we're starting, so, like, it's a whole thing. A whole thing. It's a whole day to watch The Watchmen. Oh, yeah. I know. And it's such a good movie. And I have, like, the Director's Cut Blu-ray. So, like, I should want to put in that DVD. Yeah. But I had to cancel my DC Universe subscription, which was the only thing that had it. And it's a whole thing. Just, like, I got to, like, get a Scar subscription to watch Airheads without having to buy a DVD. Ooh, you're one of the ten people who had the DC subscription. I did, because I was so excited about Swamp Thing. And once that was over, I was like, fuck off, guys. Although, I will probably re-up for Doom Patrol Season 2. Okay, they are doing a season two. Yeah, good, because it's like that is legends, but with fucks and boobies. Yeah, so like I'm I gonna like have to that. borrow somebody's. I'm gonna borrow your password, yeah. and yeah, then I'll eventually. crank through all Swamp Thing. Because Swamp Thing was great, but apparently it had to do with the budget issues of more of why like they couldn't do it because it, it is beautiful. But if we get a movie out of it, I'll be satisfied. But they don't have a PlayStation app, do they? I notice you have a PlayStation. Um, I think they do, but I always just use my Apple TV for okay. like. It. PlayStation, I just simply play video games and Blu-rays on. Okay. Yeah, I my PlayStation's everything. So if it, if it doesn't have a PlayStation app, I'm like, not going to pay you, DC, because I don't want to watch this on my computer. Okay. I, well, yeah, let's, let's figure that out. Maybe if we, like, talk about them enough, they'll just give me a free subscription. They will. And, and then I will get one that I'll pay for, but they'll get an app, and the, I want it in the beginning to say, thanks, Josh, for the app idea. <laughs> 
Because yeah. I'm probably the only one who's ever came up with this problem. Totally. You know, because as someone who plays DC games on my PlayStation, I would think that they're on there, but you never know. Especially since, like, you know, WB Games is a big, you know, provider. For oh, yeah. You do only have... Oh, you, two out of the four that I see of your games <laughs> are, the, are DC games. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I, as I say, I was... I'm a big fan of all the Batman games. Oh, yeah. I could talk about that forever. The Batman games are flawless. Yeah, the uh, like what do I have? Arkham Knights. Yeah, like yeah. that one's pretty cool. Pretty kick-ass graphics. Injustice Two also just super badass. Like what I hate those. I haven't had video game time for a while, and I just need to play with my Hellboy. But I do want Mortal Kombat X, like because it's got Spawn in it. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyone? Yeah, or Eleven. I mean. Not X. Um, I played it at E3, but they didn't have Spawn on there yet. Like, oh, it's they, like an extra they weren't game. letting you play it. I figured that they'd yeah. only let you play Spawn, because they're like, here's the cool part about this game. Yeah, because since Bruce Campbell did, like, you know, play with us a little bit, that Ash might be in it, but he wasn't. Okay. And, but now Spawn is. He wasn't in it? But, that'd, be, that'd be too easy, though, for yeah. him to be in, because he'd have the chainsaw hand. And to me, though, it's just like, maybe all this toy would be like, because in order when they kept releasing other, like, characters, like Hellboy and shit with the mm-hmm. Injustice 2, yep. it, you know, that game only came out in August, so we might be getting some special characters. Um, so yeah, damn it, I wish I wasn't poor and I need video games. But you know what? You guys have been listening for almost four minutes, and I know I do an intro beforehand, and hopefully you can read so like you know what podcast you're listening to, but I guess I should do the intro. You're listening to Mrs. Brightside, where the glass is always half full. It's your CBT on CBD, and these two people that are talking, uh, one of them is me, Lucretia Lyon, and the other one is... Josh Florhog. I am here again. Thank you for having me, Lucretia. Yeah, thank you for coming. You've been one of my favorite guests because we can just talk about anything and, and like have We've a been time. hanging out more since yeah. the podcast. We met each other a few times through comedy and now we're real life friends. Yeah, which is cool. And you went to LA Comic Con um, yes. where I moderated some panels and stuff. Yeah. With you. I cool. kind of went yeah. with you. We looked at stuff. We looked at pops. Yeah. We met up a bunch of times. Yeah, we had a, had a good, gay old time. We like, did. Yeah. Did you buy any pops? Yeah, I bought Constantine. Sam over there. Oh yeah, you did. Yep. I know. I unwrapped mine and put them on display. You are the devil. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm gonna have to take a picture of all of your fun stuff to just so I have it because I love pop stuff. I bought yeah. a few things I didn't have. I bought a lot of venomized stuff. I bought the Ven- venomized Hulk. Oh and yeah. And then Captain America. And then one other thing. Oh, I got um, upside down. Will from Stranger Things. Oh, that's cool. Because I mystery boxed it. Oh, yeah. And then I bought the two Comic-Con exclusives the day after Comic-Con because I didn't want to get there six hours early and wait in the Hot Topic line. Yeah, I don't wait in lines. Like, that's what I tell people is like, no, I really won't. Like, that's why, like, if I didn't have a press pass and couldn't get into Hall H, I would have never seen Kansas with Supernatural, but I'm better than you people, so I can just go in and sit on the side. All your stories are better than all of us, and pe- more people need to realize that. Yeah, I- I'm glad that you're on that same page, because, like, there are some people who don't seem to get that, you know? That like there's than... Yeah, it's like, there's an elite 1%, and I'm in it. I may be completely bankrupt, money-wise, but in awesome points, I'm one of the richest motherfuckers alive. And that's all that matters <laughs> in this Instagram world of 2019 is you don't have to have monetary things as long as you get to do cool shit and take pictures of it. Everybody will eventually think you're better than them. Yeah. See, I'm glad that you understand how we're progressing. And I've seen The Orville, which is the greatest sci-fi show on television right now. You know, right now. 
you know, it is pretty good. Um, Seth MacFarlane's, you know, storyline-wise, a lot of it does revolve around how we evolve out of monetary value yes. and, you know, more about being awesome. Like, and that's just how I put it in our colloquialism. But, yeah, it's yeah. the same thing. Being cool yeah. is way better than being rich. I have rich friends that suck. Yeah. And they think I'm super cool, and they don't know that um, sometimes I'm very poor and I need to eat just muffins for dinner. Yeah. It's like, um, most of my diet consists on beer and candy only for dinner. You know, that's the way anybody wants to live with their kids and write about it anyways. So yeah. we're the only ones who are standing true to our childhood selves. Everybody else sold out, got jobs, had kids. We're like, you know what? I'm in my 20s and 30s, and I'm going to do cool shit. Yeah, like, although I do want to, like, uh, progress. Like, because we're, we're both, like, old, too, where we like to go to bed at 10. We're not uh, like some of our other friends who like to stay out and be out with other people. I'm glad that we're on that page, because I'm like, I'm a good medium. As my mom said, if I put you and your brother together, I might have one good person. And I was like, yeah. I can see that. Like, I have yeah. one or two a week in me of fun yeah. nights, and then other five, like you said, I want to just watch things on TV and lay around. Yeah. Get high, eat candy. See, that that's the spirit. Um, and speaking of, if you do want to get high, we could do that. I got while high on before the I came. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, before you came in. <laughs> I was like, I'll do this on the way here. <laughs> yeah, so good, same page. But yeah, I just bought some new weed. Um, Grass Store, by the way, in LA. Shout out to them. They're not sponsoring this podcast yet, but great customer service, must say. Where's so, Grass Door. Like, very clever. Ooh. Yeah. Well, where is it located? Oh, uh, it's a delivery service. Oh. So they come to you. First order, you get 50% off. Uh, actually, hold on. I'm going to give my code. What is this? Or, guys, like, you could just tweet me and I can send you a link because I think it has to be a link. But let me let me get to the bottom of this. This is this is real important news. Hopefully, yeah, they delivered to my place. I went to a dispensary <laughs> by my house, yeah, and the guy was like, "Where do you live?" And I told him, and he's like, "I was spending over fifty dollars." He's like, "Why do you? Why are you here?" And I was like, "I don't know." And he's like, "If you spend over fifty dollars, it's free delivery." He's like, "You could have just got all this, and you didn't have to drive here." What he didn't know is I was going to count that as my time leaving the house that day, yeah. so I could feel like I did something. I was like, sir, I have anxiety, and leaving the house is hard some days. So if I leave here and come to the dispensary, in my head, I give myself celebration for leaving the house, defeating anxiety. But now you told me that I don't have to do that, and I can still win. Yeah, like, I used to, whenever I had more money to spend on things, because this, I just sent you a 50% off coupon. And guys, like, just let me know, because it is like a link situation, not just a promo code. But I will work on getting a promo code bright side for this. Mark me, mark my words, guys. I finally completed a game I invented, uh, like five years ago. And I was like, when did I have that sports show? Five years ago. I finally am gonna do it on this podcast, and you'll, uh, I'll tease that for later. But yeah, you'll see. Guys, it's you're gonna play a fun fun. game. Oh yeah, but yeah, like Grass Door, uh, great customer service, and that code is for fifty percent off, and they also pay fifty percent of the taxes, so you don't get butt fucked like you do with ease. Wow. And yeah. then I have, still have to pay cash when the delivery driver gets there? Uh, no, you can use a card. What? <laughs> yes. It is the greatest. I was like, I was super excited. And then like, because it was taking longer than expected, they just sent me $15 in credit. And it's just like, yes, I will be using this. I didn't even complain. 
can't it's like wait. I didn't even have to complain and you sent me money. Like, this is amazing because I hate talking to human beings anyway. And so the less I spend around other people, so if I can deliver without talking to a person, because like some of those you have to call, it's all bullshit, or like you can't, you know, you have to use cash or whatever. Yeah, no, this is all. So what you're saying is I could get weed and food and movies without talking to people. Yep, it's amazing. Because, like, same thing with, I used to play a game when I had more money. I'm going to get back to that, that I forgot to mention. Where I would just race Postmates and weed delivery. Really? And just be, like, ordering at the same time and see who got there first. You know who won? Me. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I did every time. Yeah, every time. Also, this is a new game I'm out. Now you've invented two games yeah. on this podcast that I'm going to play. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know what? Since I've talked enough about it, let's just get into playing this game because you seem pretty excited when I mentioned it. I, yeah. I've never yeah. been more excited for a game. This needs to be a game show. Are you listening? Game Show Network. Yeah. like Cancel this... prime time. Here is the real kicker. Yeah. And, and it kicker indeed. Although I don't think there are any kickers on this list. Because uh, that's typically a pretty, like, pussy boy sport. Um, uh, what about the Raiders kicker? Okay, well, yeah, that's true. Anyone Remember on the Raiders could be on this list. was from, like, Ukraine or whatever? He wasn't from America, <laughs> so he didn't quite get what our uh, no-means-no policies were <laughs> in this country. Yeah, you're right. But again, anyone on the Raiders <laughs> is probably a rapist. Uh, yeah, <laughs> unless they've shot somebody or something. <laughs> But yeah, back in the day, um, like five years ago, I had a YouTube channel that was inspired by Norm MacDonald's Sports Soup. It was me where I did a sports soup like show um, <clears throat> called Sports Without the Balls because it's me. And, um, you know, I don't have balls. Something and I learned today. It was super clever, um, I thought. like, And I was like, also, I'm a big hockey fan. See, two jokes in one. And my tagline was, it's sports soup, but I'm cuter than Norm MacDonald. That's a good tagline. This is a pretty great little effort that I did myself, but I did not understand lighting and green screens at the time. So it's just basically was me in front of a screen that never really became much of anything. But I thought a lot of my jokes were pretty good. I should go find the video, or at least where I wrote down you my Jameis Winston it, joke. You should bring it back. Yeah. I should like it. It doesn't well, like it doesn't take that long to write these horrible jokes about the sports news each week. No, but yeah, I do want feel like I should do better with production value though. So hey, if you want to produce, well, I've got camera and stuff. Uh, girl sports show. Uh, yeah, cuter than Norm Macdonald, yeah. I would say. Exactly. If I had a hot book, you would be ahead of Norm Macdonald. I know it's like pretty high standard. I know, <laughs> but <laughs> I love Norm, and apparently Elle McPherson did too. He doesn't love Norm. Yeah, he is wonderful. He does not love O.J. Simpson. No, and I laugh because both me and Norm have no qualms about tweeting the real O.J. Simpson account, like horrible shit. It's the, I don't, I need to follow the real O.J. Simpson. I don't use my Twitter oh, often. I oh, follow Norm, so I get to follow the real O.J. Simpson. But see, I just follow I him. I don't follow him. I just, when I see something Norm posts, because it's like, I don't want to support a murderer, except, you know, in jokes like this game we're about to play. But, um, yeah. I don't and, want to, but I've supported a bunch of murderers. I'm looking at you. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. What's his name? He was Ferris Bueller. Oh, Matthew Broderick. Love you, Matthew Broderick. You've killed a bunch of people. Yeah, that's true. I do love that You killed a family. Yeah. <laughs> and you said it so excitedly. And I'm like, well. You know what? He's great in everything. Even yeah. the time he killed a family in Ireland. Yeah, he, <laughs> like, killed the whole family. So he did a good job. And I think he managed his dad to... was already dead. I thought it was just yeah. a mom and a daughter. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I remember it being like at least two people. So it yeah, was horrific. Yeah. It was a family car full of people. And wasn't Jennifer Grey in the car with him? Yes. Or, yeah. And um, she went on to marry Clark Gregg. Did he kill him? Agent Caution. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but if so, that'd be pretty hot. Was she like, just let me know my ex-husband has murdered a family? Yeah. I like talk lightly about it. Oh, no. Well, it's like Rebecca Gayhart. It's like, man, like, I'm surprised that they still let her in movies. I mean, she murdered a kid, like, straight up. Like, yep. <laughs> don't let, I mean, there was a time or in Hollywood. manslaughter when it's just kind of, yeah. When you're a celebrity, it's called manslaughter. Yeah. Uh, when you're a celebrity, <laughs> back in the day, now they would yeah. kill you. Oh, yeah. Films. But, like, there was a good pocket in, like, the 40s up until, like, 91. Yeah, wasn't where it if, Jackie Coogan? Like, where if you Lynch killed guy? somebody, yeah. I mean, yeah. you gotta lay low for some months. And now, a word from our sponsors. Pluto TV, the leading streaming television service. Watch over a hundred channels and thousands of movies on demand completely free. You don't even need to sign up to watch for free. Pluto TV is easy, completely legal, and it's the best way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies for free. You never pay for TV again by downloading Pluto TV. Not sure what you're waiting for? You can be rolling in a matter of moments. Download Pluto TV for free on all your favorite devices. Do it today, including your phone and Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Smart TVs, Playstations, and anywhere else you stream. It is the best. It is Pluto TV. Pluto TV did not pay for this ad and does not endorse Mrs. Brightside in any way. All opinions expressed on this podcast are endorsed by the host only and should not affect your decision to download Pluto TV. Vince Neil killed somebody. I know, and that's why he's my least favorite play, member of Motley Crue. They got to play like weeks later. Yeah. Sold out. And like, have you seen The Dirt? Like the, the best Dirt's, movie on Netflix? Yeah, one yeah. of my favorite movies. Oh yeah, it's so good. Like, uh, me and my mom were just like so enthralled. And I was like, what's funny though about the movie is at least they do kind of give Vince some shit a little bit. But it's still just like, no dude, like. Have you and your mom read the book, The Dirt? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Did you think the book was way better? Oh yeah. Okay, my mom did too. My mom called me and she. My mom's super I mean, as far cool. as like being like a good book, yeah. But, like the movie, I love because it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. My mom called me. She goes, "I just like the book better. Yeah. The, the book was more graphic, and I was like weird <laughs> talk to have with my mom. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, mom. I also agree that they didn't bang as many whores in the movie. <laughs> yeah. So they're like Tommy Lee is portrayed as a hopeless romantic, and it's like even in the one where he punches the girl in the face, it's you for talking about his mama. Inside. Yeah, you're like it was for talking about. And she was kind of a skank. Arguably, mm-hmm. Tommy Lee is the most coherent member of that band. No, Nikki Six is. A okay, deep, yeah, Nikki yeah. Six is like he did but a panel at Comic Con too, but I didn't get to see him. He was at Comic Con. Yeah, I, I saw him on the list of people coming in, and I told them to let me know when Nikki Six was there because I wanted to take a picture, but they didn't do it. Tommy Lee, like, they just let him be a sweetheart the whole time. Yeah. Is that because him and Nikki Six are still such good friends? I think so. And to Tommy Lee, like, from what I see about him and Pam's kids, like, they seem pretty normal, like, good kids. So, like, I think that he did straighten up to a degree. I mean... I think they yeah. they pull it together the yeah. days they have their kids. Because I think they, they're they pretty good at co-parenting, they've always talked yeah. about. Yeah, they seem to get along fine. I so mean, he was at her roast. Yeah, they mm-hmm. spend the debaucherous yeah. times three to four days a week, depending on what week they have the kids. Yeah. And they just uh, live in a blackout. 
And then when Wednesday comes around, he wakes up at 2 p.m., Pam drops the kids off, he goes to Chuck E. Cheese and hangs out, and then when they go back home, porn stars come back over. Is this why people get a divorce? Because this might be a pretty good reason to get a divorce. Like, your kids might not be fucked up with those times you're up separating. See? See, yeah. my parents did that, like, but not successfully, because clearly we're losers. <laughs> my, yeah, my parents did that, and then my dad never uh, hung out with yeah. us. He was like, oh, I'll be there never. And then my mom was like, cool, I'll just be a mom. Yeah, that was my mom. Like, once uh, we were only allowed to go to weekends with our dad because he would do drugs. Even then. Even then. Yeah, I had that same problem. Eventually, my dad yeah. got weekends till my mom, like, fully found out yeah. that my dad was still doing drugs and just kind of taking us to the bar and giving us quarters for pinball. That oh, she yeah. was like, you know, if you don't actually hang out with them, you don't get to have weekends. And then... We had, like, one fun amusement park weekend, and then it went back to the other thing, and then it went back to never. See, our dad could justify go taking us to the bar because he worked there. Um, yeah, he was the, the DJ. Oh, and my dad was the, the strip bookie. clubs, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my dad had to be there to collect oh, yeah. money. Cool. We both come from degenerates. Yeah. Sweet. Degenerate. Degenerate. I've been, like, really into wanting to watch Airheads lately because I was reading a retrospective, and... It was just one of my favorite movies growing up, especially the soundtrack with, like, Pantera. I mean, in the Rex The soundtrack yeah. kind of, yeah. like, it's like Empire Records soundtrack. It's yeah. like, it gets to be good because it's about music. Yeah. But the movie holds up. I've watched it in the last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I haven't seen it in, like, a few years, and I'm like, because one of my favorite parts is when Adam Sandler asks for the naked pictures of B. Arthur. Yeah. That's what he wants. And I'm uh, like, Naked what? photos of B. Arthur? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, fun. Um, yeah, like, and we get distracted easily, obviously, talking about murderers. But that's what we're going to continue to talk about on this fun game I invented back in the day of the sports show that I was going to do. But, like, it was a pain in the ass to get other people because I can't just play this with myself. Um, and that was play, you know, the game with myself. Don't, don't be a, such a perv. God. Um, well, listeners, I was just, you know, assuming what people might be thinking. That's what they're thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Exactly. But this game is called NFL or SVU. Dun dun. (laughs) Damn it, this is such a fun version. Yep. Okay. So, the rules of the game are simple. I'm going to read a prompt about a crime, and you get to decide if it is an NFL player or an episode of Law and Order Special Victims Unit. I was way more confident when you pitched this 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Now, now <laughs> literally, I feel like they've made every episode of SVU around NFL players. Yeah, like, because some of these, I didn't even have to change the description that much to, like, nope. make it, like, yeah. <laughs> Here, let's just try. A two-time Super Bowl champion was charged with statutory rape of a 16-year-old call girl. The girl denied being a prostitute, and he pleaded guilty to sexual misconduct. Was this an NFL player or an episode of Law and Order Special Victims Unit? See, the whole, uh, this one is hard because of the two-time Super Bowl. Yeah. You're like, who has won two Super Bowls and is a scumbag? Everybody. A lot of people. <laughs> I'm going to say SVU. Uh, actually, that was NFL. LT. The original LT. Lawrence Taylor. Okay. I was like, LaDamian Tomlinson did not win two Super Bowls. See, this is why LaDamian Tomlinson doesn't get to be called that. There was already an LT. Lawrence Taylor. You gotta go with something new. He could have his own nickname. He was good enough. Yeah, that's why I was like, the OG LT. But, yeah. Uh, Lawrence Taylor. Taylor is a player who... 
I remember most when one of my favorite female rappers, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, burned down that motherfucker's house. Oh, was it Lawrence Taylor? Uh, yeah, it was. It no, it was, um, ah, what's his name? Yeah. Andre Risen. Was it? Andre Risen from the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, yeah. I always thought it was Lawrence Taylor's no, house. Like, no, it was but, Andre Risen. Because it just seems like someone would want to burn down his house. He like, was, uh, he was the, the main figurehead of the ESPN yeah, yeah. 30 for 30 Broke. Oh, that's funny. I and love 30 for 30s. Yes, you should watch the broke one. He's yeah. on there because he has yeah. no money. No money because she burned it all down. I don't know why I thought that was always Lawrence Taylor. Though. No, it was Andre Rice. Yeah. Wide receiver Atlanta Falcons. Cool. I believe you. I'm not going to fact check that. Too lazy because <laughs> this game is too important. All right. So uh, next question. A retired pro quarterback is busted for having sex with a 14-year-old prostitute. You're seeing a pattern here. But he has diminished capacity due to all the concussions he suffered on the field. Oh, this is definitely NFL. Oh, yeah? It is actually the SVU episode, Spiraling Down, episode uh, season 13, episode 10. What? Starring Treat Williams as this character. You know, the dad from Everwood. Yes. Yep. <laughs> it's a, actually a pretty funny episode. <laughs> I mean, funny as a 14-year-old. Um, that part's not as funny, but like some of like the minute, like, you know... As someone who's had many concussions, I'm kind of allowed to make fun of this. And guys, I watch SVU and laugh all the time, so just know I'm already a horrible human being. But yeah, there are some funny moments with his diminished capacity. Oh, where like he's obviously acting like he doesn't know what's going on. No, he really does have a you know CT and it is sad, but yeah. like yeah, I'm you know the, not having pants on. Hilarious ways about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, they. It's not my fault that they set these things up for comedy, especially. Yeah. And this was even after Christopher Maloney left. The Maloney seasons are just pure comedic gold. But, yes. Yeah. But like this twelve. Yeah. 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 He. Yeah. Because this was just not too far after yeah. when he left. Yeah. I think it was like the first season without him, and I was just like, "Oh, is this gonna be crap?" But then they brought Dean Winters in, so as long as we've got someone from Oz, it's fine. You're fine with it. Yep. All right, give me more of these dirt bags. I know it's like Real you are zero and two. It's I like, know. It's like this is how you can tell you're from Minnesota. This is how oh. you know the game's good. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> Yeah. All right. A young woman is brutally raped at a hotel grand opening, and the man charged had a prior statutory rape convention. NFL or SVU? This is NFL. No, man. This is SVU? Yeah. I feel I like... I know. I thought I'd throw you oh, off. I put him out. Yeah, putting hotel rape in there. I know, because, like, we all know that's more of an NBA thing. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, but although, you know... God, who was it? Warren Sapp loved his prostitutes, like, at the hotels. but Or Eddie Belfort going into NHL. Okay. Yeah, and one of the things he got arrested for in Dallas was putting a hooker in the trunk. You don't want to do that in Dallas? I feel like Dallas, that'd be okay. Yeah. How have I gotten all these wrong? I don't know. But that's from Taken, uh, Season 2, Episode 8. Okay. Yeah. See, this is why you need to watch a lot more SVU. I do. Yeah, they're all on Hulu. Everything blends together, and sometimes I'm like, they made this episode after a real person, right? Oh, yeah, there's, like, a straight-up, like, Chris Brown-Rihanna episode, and Wendy Williams is in it. It's, oh, like, yeah? hysterical. Like, they don't even barely change anything. Wendy Williams plays uh, Chris Brown? Yeah. <laughs> that would have made more sense, but, yeah, she's basically a red carpet reporter into the gossip. So, so Wendy herself. Williams played Wendy Williams? Yeah. That's, that's fun. That's all she can play, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, Wendy. She's amusing, but clearly a lunatic. That's why she does daytime TV. Yeah, I do love daytime television, though, but I'm also clearly a lunatic. <laughs> I made up this game. 
He made a game with NFL players. That's so hard I couldn't get any yes. right. <laughs> and that's the point. It's like because you really can't tell. Like because here's how ridiculous pro sports is. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just said stories from other sports franchises. Yeah. Oh, all of them. Yeah, all of them are bad people. I mean, hockey has less bad, but they're still, as I say, like Eddie Belfour. But the whole part with hockey is they're international, so some yeah. stuff that isn't okay here, they can do in their home countries. Yeah, so like they can like hold out for the season until they go home for the summer. Yeah, you hopefully. can put a hooker in the trunk in the Ukraine, where a lot of NHL players are from. Yeah. That's so like, fine. So those guys would never make the news, because they're like, obviously he put a hooker in the trunk. That's where hookers go. See, Ed Belfort didn't have that defense, though, because he was American. Yes, he was yeah. born in the U.S. of A., where he knows. Yeah. He probably had another player from Russia tell him, and he's like, dude, you got to throw that bitch in the trunk. Yeah. And he's like, I don't think I can do that. And the guy's like, mm-hmm. I do it all the time. It's fine. And then he's like, I'm try it. And then they're like, this is America, Eddie. Yeah, so you're going to blame Sergei Zubov? I yes. was like, he was a Russian on our team at the time. I was like, what was a Russian on our team at the time? That's who I'm blaming. Yeah. I know Dallas Stars stuff. But um, let's see. Uh, next question. Four men allegedly videotaped themselves raping a woman, but the case is dropped due to insufficient evidence. NFL or SVU? I mean, this has definitely for sure been an SVU episode, too. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely been one. Yeah. But. NFL as well, then. Yeah. Is it both? Uh, no. We're going uh, to just call it both? Uh, yeah, I think we'll, you know, because as I say... There also, was... didn't that happen in the movie Boys Don't Cry? Yeah. With Hilary Swank? Was it four like... over a pinball table? Oh, yeah, that's so awful. I just watched that movie not long ago, and I was like, oh, I forgot about this part. <laughs> yeah, the, the videotape, but yeah, this, the four specific number, because I'm like, SVU always loves a rule of three, so it's usually like three, but yeah, I'm going to give you this one, because it was NFL uh, Daryl Russell, of course, of the Oakland Raiders, oh. was involved, and this was after he'd been dismissed from the team for drugs. Well, <laughs> at least he's keeping his head on straight. Yeah. It's like... The NFL well, really hates drug use. I know, and it's just, like, I've been to a lot of, like, cannabis, like, conventions and things where former NFL players talk about it. It's like, yeah, if you just quit tri- uh, testing for weed, like, a lot of these issues might go away. Josh Gordon has been suspended for the last four seasons on and off because of marijuana. Yeah, that's why Grunt quit. <laughs> he just started his own CBD company. I mean, and also, I mean, let's face yeah, it Yeah, he started it that day. Yeah. <laughs> the commercials were on TV a month later. Yeah, so funny. Because it is one of those things with Gronk that it's like, guys, how could you even tell? If he got another concussion and, you know, he was a little, you know, more, you know, special. More Gronk? Yeah. Or, like, you could tell, is he smoking weed and does it really affect him? Like, no, it's useless. Did you see when they let Gronk be a a guest commentator on the first Thursday night game? No. Because it was was the game they raised the banner for the New England Patriots. I believe it was the first Thursday night game or the first Monday night game. And he came out and Julius Edelman was having a great game. And they're like, your old teammate, Julius Edelman's having a great game. How do you feel? He goes, we call him the squirrel man because he's always out trying to get nuts. And boy, is he getting his nuts tonight. And they're like, you could They're like, well, all right. (laughs) Like All the reporters were like, okay. Like, they're like, we should never have let him talk. Yeah, Gronk is one of those people that I feel should wear a helmet at all times. Yes. Like, and I'm surprised they didn't have him in, like, a Mickey Mouse hat. Like, I'm going to Disneyland. Like, this is how we need He to, ran you know. out, like, you could tell he was sitting at the bar. Because, you know, they always do the yeah. commentating outside, like, in the downtown area. That he was like, I'm going to have some beers, and then you guys tell me when I have five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they were just like, Gronk, 
Grunk, you're needed now. And he's just slammed his beard through the glass and ran out. Well, I mean, that is how I do my job, too. So I'm not going to throw stones to that, but... <laughs> but he probably spiked the glass into the ground. Yeah. Like, ugh! Oh, you know, oh like Grunk. Grunk touchdowns. Oh, Grunk. He's a character. And this is why people give me shit for Romo. Romo's one of the greatest commentators of all time. Romo's doing great commentating I mean, and selling Corona. Yeah. I know, those commercials are awesome. I love pointing it out to people at the bar who, you know, never tell me you hate Tony Romo. I will send you gifts. I will point him out every time because he is my favorite football player of all time. I don't love... Tony Romo was a very, like, elite average. He was, like, always, like, the sixth best in the league, so you can't hate him for that. Yeah. I guess that's when we become too uptight about sports, so you got to give him that. And um, I waited on him. Yeah. And his friends, he was super polite. Yeah, uh, when I worked for the Dallas Cowboys, he told me I did a good job, and it's still one of the greatest moments of my life. Did you mm-hmm. cry? No. I'm, I'm not a pussy. I'm not a <laughs> Crosby. Oh, Sid no. the Kid. Again. We call him Morgan... the Kid because he cries. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's great. I know. Like, there was a, a shirt I almost wanted to buy that was on Amazon once that was just like... 87, like, Sydney Crybaby and a Crying Penguin. Hysterical. I was like, I need this. But it was, like, 30 bucks. Oh, I don't okay. like spending 30 no. bucks on shirts. No. Not to make fun of Sid. Yeah. It's like, I feel like he's not part of it. it. Yeah. yeah. If someone buys me that shirt, like, I'll wear it. But Guys, like, buy her that shirt. Yeah, send it to me. Um, but, yeah. Uh, one last one. After losing his job, a man joins a cult, and the price of admission is to kill a, quote-unquote, white devil. I was going to do the quotations only and then realize that this is audio. But yeah, and bring the body as proof. The overachiever, though, kills seven people. This is us for you, right? I wish it was. Holy shit! <laughs> Who did that? I literally looked up other cult episodes to even see if anyone came as close, but most of those just involved rape. They are very much like the Nexium thing or whatever. Who was this? This was a NFL player by the name of Robert Rozier who played for the St. Louis Cardinals. This was back in the early 90s, apparently. Okay. This, this was part of the Yahweh Ben Yahweh cult. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know you had to kill to get in. I know. And I'm like, well. Uh, seven people? Yeah, he was an overachiever. They just said he, he only had favor? to kill one person. Was he a Hall of Favor? I don't think so. He didn't put this much effort onto the field. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, dude. You oh, I don't think they let you be a Hall of Famer after you killed somebody. Yeah, I don't think so. Is OJ... Is OJ was he taken out of the hall? Because he was definitely inducted into the hall. Yeah, because to me, how long till OJ? Yeah, that to me is something. But usually the Hall of Fame they take a while just to. to but maybe it started after OJ. Let's look this up because it's funny. Because I how I came up with like the stories I picked is I just literally looked up the worst crimes committed by NFL players on. I just googled that, and there were a lot of articles that came up like with lists, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna use this one, and then. Well, look at ones that we don't even talk about. Ben Roethlisberger has been accused three times. <laughs> three times. No, three. Well, Three, like, well, real cases where he paid his way uh, out of uh, sexual assault. Yeah, like Kobe, you know. Kobe did. Kobe had to pay his wife, too. Oh, yeah. Ben didn't have to pay his wife money. Yeah. Kobe had to buy her an automatic Lamborghini. Yeah. Crazy. But O.J. Simpson Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm guessing he was, yeah, he was inducted into the Pro Football, Football Hall of Fame in 1985. Yep. But, yeah, they did remove him. Yeah. yeah. 
the juice. And this is why we leave a lot of time in between. But yeah, it's like, okay, the juice murdered two people. Um, Roethlisberger is a rapist, but not a shock there. I mean... It's not. He has a very... He has a face where you're like, come on. And that is sort of a thing, though. It's like, when people have rape face, like, you don't go home with them. And you don't let them in your house by yourself. Like... If this is a, a warning, ladies. Like, is because this is from someone who's seen a lot of SVU. And I will say though, it's confu. I understand it's confusing because the rapists on the SVU are always hot, and they're probably not rapists in real life. Probably not. Probably but, not. Hollywood, um, get on it. Yeah, it's like keep please, them all out. Yeah, but like, so it is confusing. But in real life, you should not look to the NFL to see what real rape faces look like, or a Harvey Weinstein. Anybody yes. that resembles Harvey Weinstein in any way, stay away from him. Or, uh, I would say an eighth of the NFL. Yeah. It's a shockingly high number. Yeah. See, Tony Roma, not a rapist. That's true. Yeah. I don't think any Minnesota Vikings that I like have been in trouble for that. Yeah. Although, I, it's funny, Adrian Peterson, who's from East Texas like me, um, I don't know why I needed to tell people that, but he's from Palestine, or Palestine. Oh, uh, no, it's Palestine there. I was like, Palestine? You yeah. mean, and you're from India, East Texas. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, because it's like, no, it's Palestine, because people have called it Palestine as a joke, and it's like, no, it's full of white people, so it's not a very good joke. But yeah, like, it is one of those things that it's like, that is a shitty, shitty place. Um, Not like where I'm from, which is just super Christian. But yeah, he's from there. I just want to distinguish that we're from the same general vicinity. But, yeah, he was on the Vikings, and he beat his kid. That's why last night when he was having a good game against them or whatever, I he made a He beat his kid to a very bad place. Yeah, which, and where we're from, I understand it's a little different. Beating your kid is a little bit more normal, but, like, you know, not to the point of which Adrian Peterson did. Which your testicles rip open. Yeah, not cool. Also, yeah, if you're that big, you don't get to hit a kid. Yeah. I don't care how you are raised. Uh, when your 40 time is 4-3... And you can bench press 250 pounds over 20 times, you don't get to hit kids. Yeah, yeah, maybe let your wife do that kind of discipline, or whoever, your baby mama, like, whatever. If, yeah. if that is that is your way, yeah. He has not 10 you. kids with 7 women. Yeah, and exactly. He's a lot of, you know, he's not married to most of them. Yeah, a lot of baby mamas. Um, yeah, and it's one of those things, dude, that it's like, <laughs> I get it. But yeah, when you're in trouble, oh, that's why I made a joke on Twitter about, sweet, he's got a good game. Maybe he won't beat his kid tonight. Oh, I'm Not happy enough people he doesn't at that. play for the Vikings. Yeah, I know. Now he's playing for the Redskins, which is perfect because they suck. They do. And I hate them. They put their new quarterback in. He didn't do well. Yeah. I know. Sports. There's been a lot of NFL talk on this podcast, so if you guys were missing that from JRVP, um, and since uh, that was a note on their show, uh, the Jezzle, Nick, and Rodson's all vanity project, oh, that they needed to talk more about the NFL... And I'm like, well, you know what, guys? Uh, We're bringing it to you. I brought it to you, uh, and I was so glad to bring this game, NFL or SVU. Please let me know if you want more of this game, because I rather enjoyed it. Everybody say more. This game was the most fun of all time. Because I guarantee it'll be super easy, because, like, <laughs> Roethlisberger's rape stuff, gotta go find that. Like, because I have no qualms about looking up horrible things on my computer. Ugh. Just type an NFL rape and your computer will shut <laughs> yeah. down. Yeah. Google NFL will rape. start on fire. Yeah. It'll be like, all of it. <laughs> and then it'll be the Toluca Hills fire in California. Oh, no. It'll be coming from all angles. Yeah, so I gotta better not look up that. I gotta be more specific. Like how I literally Googled the worst crimes to happen in the NFL. Or whatever. The unfortunate thing with the NFL is you can look up top ten 
and then the team, and then crime. Oh, yeah, my mom was like, did you seriously not do any cowboys? And she goes, because we always wound up with, like, some, like, Jerry loves a bad apple sometimes. It's like Pac-Man, Terrell Owens, um... But I love Michael Irvin. Oh, he's sorry. great now. But in his playing it sounds career, hard, man. I love Michael Irvin. Didn't Jerry Irvin. one time himself go pick yeah. him up when he was smoking crack in like yes. a crack house to go to the game? Yep. See, and that's the thing is Michael Irvin's crimes are mostly just drug related. Michael and Irvin I, just smoked crack. Yeah, and and did a lot of cocaine. Yeah. Like, um, God, what about Michael? Was, oh, yeah, it was funny that Adam said that he, Adam Carolla, I always just refer to him as Adam. But, yeah, he was saying how with Dancing with the Stars that he would do some little after, like, comedy bits with them. And one of them was, like, it, that they didn't pick up was with Michael Irvin and Donny Osmond. And he couldn't remember some other white dude. And he was, like, being a fake coach with them and being, like, yeah, Donny Osmond, are you putting on that spray tan? You putting on that spray tan? You gotta put on that spray tan. All right, he goes to the next guy, like pretends to like wipe off, and he's like, "Yeah, this is not acceptable." He gets to Michael Irvin, and he's like, "Doing a good job, Michael," because clearly he's already tan enough. And Michael Irvin thought this was very funny. ABC did not. ABC did not want to yeah. air, but Michael Michael Irving seems like he's a good sport about yeah. everything. Oh yeah, like you could make crack cocaine jokes <laughs> with Michael Irvin all day long, and that's what I see about him. Is like Michael is a cool guy. Uh, let's see, he was also in Burn Notice, which was you know what? Show. Yeah, he was in an episode of Burn Notice, and it was hysterical. Cause Have I watched Burn Notice? I've watched White Collar. Those are not the same thing. They're, They're both on USA. They were both on USA. Also, I've watched Royal Pains. <laughs> Yeah, um, did you watch Psych? Yeah, I watched Psych. Psych is one of my favorite shows. Psych was a good show. The other shows are guilty pleasures. Yeah, White Collar I watched a little bit. Never watched Royal Pains because they weren't pretty enough for me, apparently. They're not pretty. Yeah. It's the ugly kid from, um, Road Trip. Yeah. And then that Mark Furrier scene, he's okay, but not really my type. But yeah, Matt Bomber, White Collar, that was worth watching. Um, but yeah, Burn Notice, Bruce Campbell was in it. Like, really? he was one of the main characters. Yeah. Maybe I should start watching Burn Notice. Yeah, Burn Notice is amazing. Because it is, like, it is very much, like, a T.J. Hooker, but, like, modern, sort okay. of ridiculous. Like, because even the opening is, like, you know, I used to be a spy. Like, it's this fun little opening okay. every time. Like, because Jeffrey Donovan's really good in the lead role. Like, um, and then, uh, speaking of T.J. Hooker, like... Um, Cagney and Lacey, one of them is on there, Sharon Gleese. So, yeah, she's Michael's mom and is a really funny character. Oh, fun. Yeah, yeah okay. so her and Bruce Campbell are, like, the comedic relief. It's a lot more like Psych, where there are some, like, heavier stuff, but it's funny. Like Okay, yeah. Yeah. I'll watch it. Yeah, very good show. Just so me on Burn Notice. But most people have never watched it or even heard of it, because there was even an SNL joke at, at the peak of it that was, like... I remember Ashton Kutcher was the host, and this is weird, the things I remember, is they were playing a game show, and it was just like, what is Burn Notice? And, like, all they could get out was, like, it's on USA? <laughs> like, because most people are like, what was that even about? And you guys know, what a Burn Notice is, is what happens to a spy when they can no longer be a spy. Okay. It's the name of the show. So it's his life after spy. Yeah. It's called Life After Spy. Yeah, that might have made more sense to most people, but... Here you go, USA. Build a time machine. Call your show Life After Spy. I don't know, but I liked it. It was a cult hit. It was it was a good show. Let's say, anything of Bruce Campbell, I've seen it. Love it. I watched two movies with Bruce Campbell at your recommendation. I know, and then I'm like, we'll get into that after all this hot sports talk. 
What did you think of Evil Dead 1 and 2? I liked Evil Dead 1 a lot more than Evil Dead 2. I thought Evil Dead 2 was too repetitive of the same uh, fun joke. Yeah, like... I thought Evil Dead 2 could have been an hour long and I would have liked it. Hour and a half? A little little too much. That's funny because, like, Evil Dead 2 is essentially just the same thing, only what more people associate Evil Dead as being. Yeah. The slapstick version and then, of course, I'm cutting off his hand and the chainsaw. I guess that's more, yeah. Yeah, but and I like them both because, but it is like you say, if you watch them together like that, you're like, this is like the same thing. I love the campiness of Evil Dead One. Yeah. I like, I like the trope of like the two couples. Yeah. And always the basically like Cabin Fever or any other movie, the girl gets possessed first because she gets fucked by a tree. Yeah, exactly like most movies. Like, and I remember when me and my brother were stoners. We were like, I was like 15 or whatever. We thought that shit was the funniest thing ever because we were super baked. And I had a DVD player that you could, like, basically make, like, a drop or whatever. And it would just, like, repeat that scene until you made it stop. And, like, if you just, like, had a little clip and we were just... There has to be a gif, right? There is not. And I'm so mad because I literally, at least not on Twitter, because this is how I describe Korean body scrubs to people. And, like, there's no, like, gif that's on your phone or on Twitter of the tree rape. And I'm like, then if you've never seen it and I don't have a gif, how am I supposed to describe this to you? Yeah, because it's not not as graphic as you think it was. It's silly. Yeah. But inappropriate. Yeah, it is one of those things that it is ridiculous. Just like the scene in Reanimator when the head is giving her head. But it is one of those things, yes. guys, just like certain parts of SVU. These things aren't real, even though they are real things in an essence sexual assault. These are so absurd that you can Trees kind really of have been a part of like zero 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 point zero 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 percent of the... Uh, sexual assault cases. Exactly. Like, uh, I mean... More Scarlet... people get fucked by ghosts than trees. Yeah. So this is ridiculous. <laughs> I know. Like, guys, why do you gotta go after the trees? Like, this is just absurd. They didn't do anything, you know, they're, in, you know, like you say, the percentage-wise, it's like, you know, if we're gonna allow Harvey Weinstein to go into a comedy show, but I'm not allowed Did to laugh about trees... Did a comedy trees... show? Is that what happened? Yeah, apparently. And Where'd he the... go? It was in New York, so luckily okay. it wasn't here. Good. I was like, ugh, because I'm my, not going to boycott that club because I need work. Um, yeah. I was like, Harvey Weinstein's at my show? That's not good, but I'm not asking him to leave. Yeah, I should look up which club, uh, since it is in New York and people were posting about it, like, we should not go there. Um, but so, yeah. So they haven't leave started, the trees out of it. They haven't started any of the criminal investigation on Harvey Weinstein? Well, they have, but a lot of the cases have been dismissed already. Um, so that's part of the problem. So, like, he's not going to somehow have to go to jail. Um, yeah, it's looking less and less likely. And this is what I tell people. This is why it's a problem for people like Ossie Argento to be ahead of the movement and stuff like that. It really does hurt the cause for the actual real victims and not people who are rapists themselves. Yes. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's my soapbox. And I get told to shut the fuck up about her all the time. So I'm just going to... Let's get back to tree rape. All right, yeah. All like, right, there's no gif... It's just not fair, man. Because it is funny. Like Bruce I'm Campbell sorry. plays a hot teen. I know. And, like, I still think Bruce Campbell's hot, by the way. I seen Ash vs. the Evil Dead was the first thing I seen of this whole thing. So I know him as a man in his mid-40s. <laughs> yeah. So and to I'm... see him as, like, a hot teen, 
I'm like, oh. Yeah. You're like, this is why he I have stuff like animal. He looks like when I see my parents' wedding photos. Yeah, you're like, oh. You're like, oh, they were young? See, my dad stayed pretty hot. Like, I'm just, oh, you know, just until still after, hot, like. But, like, my dad yeah. looks like garbage. Oh, yeah. Drugs and alcohol. <laughs> yeah. But like, I know. Like, that's why it's like, luckily, I have my dad's genes for the most part. So, drugs and alcohol ain't gonna mess this up until I, like, I died in an early I see him, I was like, oh, that's why my mom married him. Yeah. Because, like, oh, man, damn, he's batting out of his league. And then I saw my dad, I'm like, oh, he got he got beat up later with his face. Yeah. But like, he was hot at one point. Yeah. I'm like, oh, now I get it, Mom. Yeah, my mom straight up told me the only reason she married my dad was because he looked like Steve Perry from Journey and was really hot. Mm-hmm. That makes sense for the era. Yeah, totally. If you look like Steve Perry, you were getting it in. Yeah. I was like, that makes sense. <laughs> really? I'm not arguing that. Yeah. Uh, cool. But, yeah, enough about how hot our parents were. Hot parents? Back to the that hot scene in Evil Dead um, 2. Like, <laughs> I love the, the slapstick beginnings of him biting himself in his hand. Like, yes! That, that is still, like, one of the most iconic scenes. And then in Ash vs. Evil Dead, he did a lot more of that, which was fun. Did you watch all of Ash vs. Evil Dead? I didn't watch all of Ash, I just watched some of it. Do you remember when, did did you see any when Cheryl comes back? Like, the, his sister who was raped by the tree? Oh, yes. And don't you love where he's like, well, you got branch banged. Yes! (laughs) They make reference towards it, which they should more. Yeah, because that was what was funny, because I was so excited. I was like, good, they referenced this. Because I loved uh, Chad Ramey's, like, uh, Chet character that was in love with Cheryl. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. That they invented that for the show. Because I love Ted Ramey. The show was great. I like that they brought it back after so long. I'm still yeah. not finding this. There's no gif. Gif. However you say it, there's not one for the tree having sex. I know. I was so... Guys, make one, please. Yeah, like, internet. Do your job. Like, just like earlier, I was making a Hulk joke um, about, like, why didn't he just start smoking weed? Because that's what I do to not turn green. I just smoke green or whatever. And then I'm like, how did they not have the gif of whenever Mr. Weed dies on Family Guy? And then Peter's having to give, like, the eulogy. And he's like, you know... Be with Jesus, who, you know, is dead, but, you know, wants us to think he's dead until he can uh, deal with the rage that dwells within him. Dun, 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 as he puts a uh, picture of the Hulk right by Jesus. Yes. I wanted that, because that is what I thought of, and it wasn't there. The Hulk. Yeah. When I was making a Hulk joke, because I like to put gifts with my jokes. That, you know, express my feelings uh, that were pretty... That's why they exist. Yeah. Yeah. So I liked those movies. Um, I don't watch real horror movies. That's how all this came to be because I'm scared of horror movies. And I was like, these movies aren't scary. You're like, you should watch some fun horror. You're like, you should watch some fun horror movies. And then I was like, which ones? And then you named that uh, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Yeah, that one's good. That one's great. Yeah. Um, Bubba Hotep. Yeah, I love Bubba Hotep because it's Bruce Campbell again. Yeah. But yeah, and then because it's Don Coscarelli, yeah. yeah. You get add, you get the added of Elvis, and yeah. Zo- uh, not zombies, mummies. Yeah, and Aussie Davis is JFK, but <clears throat> he's black. Like so, Bruce Campbell thinks that he is Elvis, and Aussie yes. Davis thinks he is JFK, and they are in a nursing home. Yeah. So like already this like is like a, a mental institute nursing home because it's not like any nursing home I've been to. 
Yeah, like my grandparents. Like it's not bars technically on the a windows. nursing home. It's a yeah. nursing hospital, right? Yeah, or yeah. just a really cheap one. I would say. Yes. Yeah, but it's yeah, my grandparents live in a sweet, like assisted living place. That mm-hmm. it's like I'm super jelly. I want to live there. I can't wait till I get old. I know. I'm like being old is cool, and I love old people movies. So like Bubba Hotep, and then uh, directed by Don Coscarelli of Phantasm fame. Like, oh, he did Phantasm. The, yeah, he did all three of the original Phantasms. Okay. But, yeah, like, so, and I wish, because they had planned on doing a Bubba Nosferatu, apparently. Really? Yeah. But, yeah, basically, mummies suck people's souls through the toilet. Yes. And, you know, he has to be stopped by Elvis and JFK. Which, every movie should be uh, JFK and Elvis as a tag team duo of crime fighters. Yeah. Um, especially at that age. Yes. Old. Yeah. And that's why I'm kind of pissed that Supernatural is ending this season. Like, oh, is I it wanted... done now? Yeah, this will be the last season of Supernatural. I watched it just before you got here. That's why I had to smoke weed, so I didn't cry. Will they make a movie? They might, but if they, I just want them to be really old in the nursing home fighting demons like Bubba Hotel. Like, that's what I need. That would be fun. If they did yeah. it, the last episode, them old. Yeah, that would be hilarious. Kind of like, like how Cass Parks... is still the same age because he's an angel. Yes, <laughs> Parks and Rec did that. With yeah. Their, the last season was five years later. Yep. Yeah, and that was good. Like, Parks and Rec ended really well, and I, I liked all of that show. Like, because the first season was not very good, and then you're like, oh no, it's the best show, especially when Adam Scott and Rob Lowe came in. They yes. sort of made it, like... And when they made Andy not um, a shitbag character. Yeah, like, he's like, just an idiot. lovable, yeah. as opposed to a guy using April for money and a place to live. Yep. Yeah, they, he became the lovable idiot rather than a scumbag. Scumbag boyfriend, yeah. Those yeah. scumbag beginnings. Yeah, I don't like those. And now he's Star Lord. I know. And the guy from Jurassic Park, I forget his name. Yeah, I don't either. Or like Owen or something. Owen, yep. I was like, how did I know that? I'm like, mm. you've all seen him. You have to watch him. Yep. I'm like, why am I not finding the name of this club? Because I really <clears> was <throat> looking that up. It just, I saw somebody post it earlier, but apparently people do not want people boycotting this club for some reason. That's weird that they let somebody in so they could get $15 plus the two Mm. drink minimum. Yeah. But they don't want the backlash of it. Yeah, and I'm like, hmm. Because, yeah, a lot of these articles neglect to say anything other than in Manhattan Bar. (laughs) Oh, wait, here it says Downtown Time Bar. Oh, it's Downtown Bar. Bar? Yeah, Downtime Bar, but it was like a comedy show. Like, it was like a variety show. You just went to a bar show? What a weirdo. Yeah, and this is why I tell people, guys at bar shows are rapists. Like, this just proves my theory. Harvey Weinstein was there. Yeah, guys, just saying. Oh, once I got that out, it's like, oh, my mouth's so dry. I wonder from what? Oh, marijuana. From drugs. Yeah. yeah. Because they're against the law. In some states. Not in this one. Yeah, exactly. Totally legal in this one. Totally legal to just get it to your door. Get it delivered. Yeah. And the delivery driver was probably way better than the Postmates delivery driver. Yeah, sadly, they usually are. Because I think they make a decent living unlike Postmates. I had somebody walk my Postmates to me. Yeah, I used to, when I lived in Santa Monica and Postmates first started, like, I sometimes would just be like, fuck it, I'm walking this to this person because it was faster. It took them an hour. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. And I by my house. And I live in the suburbs. Yeah. So, it was ridiculous. 
<clears throat> yeah, that, that's not reasonable. No. I just wanted wings for football. I know. And it's better to not leave your house and get them. I hate leaving my house. I think I put real pants on. I know. I mean, I never do because, like, yoga pants, like, don't count. I like, wear yoga pants as a guy, so I can't wear those out. Yeah. I see my penis kind of. Yeah, and they frown upon that. They frown upon being able to see it. Yeah. Which, you know what? Let us live. I know. It's like, and especially because you live in Burbank, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, because, like, I got looks for not wearing a bra at Corner Bakery. And I was just like, seriously, this is fucking Corner Bakery. I just got out of my car to pick up my food and go in. Yeah. This is why we did delivery. I don't need your judgment, bitch. Not like you can see anything. I was wearing probably the same shirt. Certainly a dark colored shirt. Get over it. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. They are pretty judgy there. Yeah. It's like, I'm wearing yoga pants. This isn't impressive. Sorry you can see a little bit of it. Yeah. Totally. I wear my yoga pants and I watch football and it's making my dad probably proud and sad at the same time. Yep. I know. As I see in my life now, my dad's probably just proud of me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't hang out with my dad, so. No. He gets to see from a distance. Well, I don't hang out with my dad either because he's dead, but. Yeah. If he still said you hung out with your dad, I'd probably leave. I'd be like, oh, spirits are weird. I'm out of yeah. here. That's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I get the Ouija board out, you know, chat with him. Call no. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> I go, what's new? He goes, nothing. And then I go, all right, talk to you later. Like a real dad on the phone. Yeah. Just was... a 10-minute Ouija board phone call. And then I'm just like, or, like, or, and that's why it would be weird if I did that, because I really didn't talk to him on the phone. <laughs> like, so I was like, why would I call him now? Yeah. Like, now that it's harder, I gotta go to buy a toy and there's no Toys R Us anymore, so, like, there's I gotta, not. like, or, no, I could just order it from Amazon. They're all turned into Planet Fitnesses. Yeah. And that's the best, because I go to Planet Fitness, because they give pizza one day a month. Oh, they do? I've never made it for pizza day. Oh. They have one night a month, and then one morning a month. They do bagels in the morning, and they do pizza at night. They're different. But it's, like, the first Wednesday or the first Tuesday, and you can get pizza. That's pretty cool. I used to, there was a yoga place that was in a Hotel Palomar. It was called XL in Dallas. And I would go to the 4.30 yoga because once you got done, the hotel had happy hour that was like free booze. And you could just walk down there and get some free wine. What? And like, that was why I was like, yeah, that's why I go to 4.30 yoga. Because like, you can just go get drunk downstairs like after. Why wouldn't you want free wine after stretching out? You feel good and then you feel better. Exactly. It was it was really a good system. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those were the days. Like, cause that, like, that's why I'm shocked. Like, a place here gives you something for free that you don't have to like lie with a fake PR person to get into. Yeah. Sweet. I lie to everything to get into it. Yeah, that's that's how I do stuff. I got into Comic Con because I was your handler, and I wasn't even there the day you did your presentation. I don't know. But, you know what? It's pretty good. Uh, I, like, the funniest part of the Drake Bell panel was when I legit thought that Drake and Josh was on Disney Channel. I did not know it was Nickelodeon. on Nickelodeon. And then... Did you ask him about his diving show? Uh, no. Because, ah, like, I was just, like, was I was born. trying to look it up. Like, like some... I, all I knew was diving show with Louis Anderson and could not find oh, it. Oh, you can see Drake Bell's fat dick. Oh, really? That's hilarious. I can find a picture of that yeah. right now. Yeah, it's like, oh, now we must see it. Because, yeah, it's hilarious. But, yeah, and, like, in my defense, he was talking about Disney and how much he loved Disney for, like, 20 minutes. And then I'm like, yeah, so it must have been great to be a Disney kid. He's like, yeah, it was on Nickelodeon. And I just laughed, and I'm like, yeah. Uh, Look at this is what he dove in on ABC. 
That's hysterical. You can see so much dick. And yeah. And it was just called Splash? Yep. Okay, well, yeah. I let fans, I, I like to work light and let the fans answer most of the questions, so I only did a little bit of a preamble. But I did laugh because I was just like, yeah, dude, just so you know, when I watched Drake and Josh, because there were kids in the audience and they told me to be family friendly, that I was like, hey, me and my friends would do that thing in that 70s show where you'd sit around in the circle. Oh, yeah. So that would be why I don't know. Because <laughs> that was the only time I watched that. But it was funny because I didn't even think to verify that because I was so convinced that it was on the Disney Channel. Drake and Josh was a good show. Jeff yeah. Peck got skinny and then did that terrible uh, remake of Red Dawn. Oh, yeah. I never saw the remake. Chris Hemsworth, too. Oh, really? Yeah, it had a star-studded cast. I went to go I went to the midnight show again. I was like the only one there. Not good. <laughs> oh, funny. Because, yeah, it's like the original Red Dawn's awesome. Yeah, but it's love C. Thomas Al, man, and Swayze. Ugh. Oh, was like taxi. They also did the Outsiders. Yeah, it's a good show. It was a good one. But um, yeah, so Drake Bell was pretty cool. Was he? he was a chill dude. Um, but yeah, and one of the funniest parts did is he I do heard... the thing from that seventy show. Was he like actually before filming that I would do the thing? That's <laughs> no, he laughed because he knew what I was talking about. Like, okay. and because probably, but yeah, like um. It was funny because one of the fans or whatever that I let, uh, like, ask questions. Because it was hilarious. It's like, I was like, I'm just going to get a volunteer from the audience, like, to hold the mic down there, too. Like, so yeah. I can kind of crowd control. And, like, this kid wanted to hold it. I was like, sweet. And he'd just, like, give it to people. I'm like, I got this shit down. Until, like, one of the last people wanted to hand their phone over to Drake for a picture. But they were on, like, FaceTime. And this dude, like, who's on FaceTime with them into the mic goes, is that fucking Drake Bell? <laughs> like, oh. And I'm just like, no. And we're laughing because I'm like, oh, it did so well. Not saying anything. And this guy's going to ruin it. And he's like, and then Drake goes, yeah. And he's got a joint in his hand. And we're, <laughs> and we're laughing. Because oh. I'm just like, oh, we made it up until the end without being inappropriate. But no one complains, so we're good. Because oh. it is one of those things that... Cons really aren't for kids, but I do see that LA Comic Con does try to have more kid-friendly entertainment, so I didn't cosplay comedy at, like I did at Long, at Long Beach Comic Con, okay. where I made the family leave. Did you? Because, yeah, I was Captain Marvel, and I had a lot of jokes as how I got to keep that name, and where I banged Shazam, okay. and it was like, like as I said, like dating Chris Hardwick. You know, because he's like a child, but I'm like, oh, is Batman the only one who's allowed to hang out with teen... Batman and Brian Singer the only one who's allowed to hang out with teenage boys? Ooh. I had a lot of, like, jokes like that. Well, or... A lot of tongue-in-cheek, like, if you're, yeah. if you if you get it, you get it. Yeah. And people laughed, um, and there were a lot of inappropriate jokes, because I did the, you know, Thanos had the right idea, too. Yeah. Like, you know, Every Bill Hicks. That. Yeah. <laughs> Little little channel. I've channeled Janine Garofalo and Bill Hicks, and so I mean we could. Get I it. won the Who Gets the Family to Leave contest, and they were gone. Yeah. Was that during a panel? Yeah. Well, it's cosplay comedy is a group okay. that does like pan. It's basically a panel, but it's stand up as cosplay characters. Yes. Yeah. And so yeah, I was Captain Marvel. I've done it as Daria before at Black Cat Comics here in Burbank. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty good group. Like, uh, I don't know if you know P.J. Bayo. He always does a stellar Michael Myers, like, silent act. It's yeah. pretty funny. Cool. Yeah. But, yeah, they did it at L.A. Comic Con, but I was like, nah, I'm too busy with this other stuff. Yes. Yeah. I did the Overwatch panel, which, again, thankfully, was mostly fan questions, and they were all children who 
do not know about the situation with Hong Kong and China. So that's good. It's yeah. such like a weird time. I'm because you were kind of surprised that they're still doing the panel. Yeah, because that was why I was on deck to be like, are we going to do this or not? Because we was a little worried about protests. But then the thing is, what you realize when you live in L.A. is as much as these people love to protest stuff here, they don't seem to care about human rights other places. We don't care about global. We care about local. Yeah. And it's like, though, do they even really care locally? No, because, I mean, half of Malibu is burned down right now because of the homeless situation that has caused a fire. And then downtown has been raided and clearly tested positive for several plagues. Yes, because, yes, the plague that yeah. went away in the 1400s because of our homeless population is back. Yep. It's like crazy that we're literally living in medieval times here in Los Angeles. I was just going to my notes that I wrote. Which is why I won't go downtown because it's yeah. scary. Yeah, it's like, well, I did only Comic Con and like everything. But that's at least in the, what I call the safe vicinity, the Vice Staples Center. Yeah. Where it's like, we all know the NBA doesn't care. But they're definitely going to make sure that area is great. Um, yeah, yeah, where, where our Lakers and our Kings play. Yeah. And our Clippers. Yeah. Because the Clippers have Kawhi guys. And, you know, speaking of, like, you know, Lakers player LeBron James doesn't care about Hong Kong either. He cares doesn't about care Space about Jam Hong 2. Kong. Yeah, because of, yeah. I brought this up. Space yeah. Jam 2 comes out in two months, so he's going to obviously be in defense of China, uh, which is not the correct take. No, and two, like, <clears throat> everyone is entitled to their opinion, but as I, you know, reveled in it's this morning. It's not his opinion. No, it's not an opinion. It is, it is a matter of human rights issues and you can be like because even charles barkley was telling mike pence to stop with the china tariffs and things like that and you're like how am i gonna have to be on pence's side seriously 99 percent of the time on charles barkley's side because that side usually involves cheesecake sandwiches yeah i love charles barkley but now i can't respect him because it's just like dude you've already been involved in the nba anymore why are you defending them because now i have to be a houston rockets fan because at least that dude's got enough sack to be like, fuck China. He said fuck China oh. in China. Yeah. He was like, I'm playing basketball here, and it's very unsafe for me to be here. But uh, also, everything you guys are doing, like as far as running business, is gross. Yeah, that's the <coughs> man right there. It's just like South Park standing up. And it's like, you know, these are people that could potentially lose their livelihoods or whatever. But they got the balls to say it. And this is why I say, all you motherfuckers that get on me for eating at Chick-fil-A are constantly calling out Chick-fil-A just because the founder, who is now dead, donated to Christian organizations that did not just believe in gay marriage. Like, that was simply it. These organizations did not support gay marriage. Yeah, the the thing they gave money to gave money again to someone else. So it's it's a double hand. Yeah. It's the same thing how I've worked for companies that are Mormon or things like that. And I know they're giving money to this whole thing, but it's like, I still need a paycheck. Yeah, and it is one of those things that that's fine if you want to if admit to If you go down the rabbit hole far enough, everything you contribute to usually comes from China. Yeah, that's what the good but, place yeah. is about. About how we're all sort of like, you know... We're no all, we all should go to the bad place. Yeah, because it, 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 everything is complicated. And I'm not saying that everything isn't complicated. And that I don't, like, inadvertently give to things that are bad. Like, because like you say, everything goes to China. My biggest issue with this whole nonsense is that all the people that want to boycott Chick-fil-A and want to, you know, speak out against Soul Cycle and Equinox and things like that, who 
I believe me guys, I work for Equinox. I know they're garbage. And I'm not saying they're not. But it's like, you really can't throw stones at fucking Chick-fil-A when they have not hurt people physically or even really done anything except pay their employees a fair wage, give them Sundays off, and fucking pay for some of them to go to college and have all these programs. You mean like how Microsoft has suicide nuts in China? Yeah. Because too many people are jumping off the building, building Xboxes, and they're like, we should put up a net so when they jump off, we can put them right back in here to build more Xboxes. Yeah, and the Apple facilities were like that as well. And Apple has pulled out and are doing it in India, which again, Apple didn't pull out for a good reason. They don't care about people either, and I'm not saying that they do. But it's one of those things that it's like, God, how are we on the side of Trump with like the, the tariffs? Again, not for a good reason, but at least he's doing something. And it's to me that all these people in Hollywood that love to stand up against Chick-fil-A and yeah. every other human rights issue that are often bullshit to begin with or just overblown, when you have something real in your fucking face like what the Chinese are doing to the people of Hong Kong, then when they are beating these people, throwing yeah. them in jail, like clearly against their will... We're not even talking about they were stealing or anything and that are just being punished severely or whatever. These people are on a fucking train and they're being pulled off and beaten yeah. and thrown into jail. That I'm not boycotting Chick-fil-A, though. Yeah. I got picked on by Chick-fil-A's uh, owner when I was in high school. Oh. Well, that's a good reason. <laughs> my, yeah. Mine's my own. Yeah. Yours is your own personal reason. But, but yeah, yeah. No, the China thing is ridiculous and it's kind of impossible that people are still supporting it. Well, and it is one of those things. It's supporting it just for money. It's, yeah, it's, it's all about it's money. It's the hand that feeds. Because yeah. there's a billion people in China, and they consume our media, so Hollywood's like, ugh, this is terrible, but also hundreds of millions of dollars are coming from there, so we have to play nice, but some people are playing too nice. Yeah, like, and my thing is, is like, I do understand. No one should be in support. Yeah. But that's what I'll say, is the NBA has been supporting. And a lot of these people that want to act, because the Hollywood elite that stands up, supposedly, and I keep doing quotations, guys, sorry. The people that are always standing up for human rights, I can tell, clearly don't value it. Because they would be standing up right now. They would be doing what Matt and Trey did at yeah. South Park. They would be doing what the Houston Rockets owner oh, did. It's so crazy that he did it. That's, yeah. That's, like, Matt and Trey always have stuck to their Yeah, they've always stuck to their This isn't a new take from Matt and Trey, but, like, for the Houston Rockets owner to do it, it's kind of crazy and great. Yeah, and, and it is one of those things, Daryl Morey, okay, that, and he's the general manager. But, yeah, um, it is one of those things that, it's like, these people are saying something, and you guys want to always act like you've stood up for people and you're a hero, well, now's your fucking chance and you're not doing it. Because yeah. this isn't the popular opinion because this really costs money. Standing up against Trump and what's happening at the border or the Green New Deal, all this old bullshit that you guys want to act like you're really for, this is me calling you out for and, once. Because this thing, is one thing you could do that would actually affect you. But you're not going to do it because it actually affects you. I just realized that China was the ones that drafted Yao Ming. Oh, yeah. Houston Rockets have made more money from China than any other NBA team. And they're still like, nah. Yeah, that takes But I think us. Yao is Team yeah. Hong Kong at this point. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, Yao. Yeah, yeah you're probably listening. Yeah. Get on board. But, yeah, I mean, it amazes me that that panel wasn't canceled. Because, yeah, to go into the Overwatch thing, because uh, I talked about it a little bit on this week's podcast, uh, this last week's one. But, yeah, it's... 
a player from Hong Kong won a tournament, won $10,000. They took it. They took it from him. And they banned him from a year. Yeah. And just for being in support of his own country because Blizzard is taken over by China. My yeah. thing is, is like Blizzard's down the street from me. And I'm no one's protesting their offices except for several of their employees walked out and quit their jobs. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all their protests have been from within. Yeah. But yet, I don't see anybody fucking protesting them down here, which is what they should be doing. Yeah. I mean, and two, guys, you know, this is not like, you know, World War Two where we should be putting Chinese people in internment camps and here and things like that. No one's saying that. Because you know what? My Chinese food is made by people from China that are Americans now. Like, yeah. that is different. Yeah, there are they, they defected. Yeah. yeah, it's like, no, people here should be treated with respect. <laughs> It's just what their government. Yeah, is it's allowing. like what the Chinese government is what is is a problem. Yeah, and because this is a real human rights issue, and I never get really political, but I will admit that my big thing with this has a lot more to do with the fact of all these people here. Cons- and I say say all. I'm being too general. A lot of the liberal Hollywood elite constantly talks about standing up for these things and standing up for the little guy. And they have a chance to do it now, and they aren't fucking doing it. No, they're not. No one's, no one's changing things to, like, say, support Hong Kong and things like that, which they should be doing because uh, China's gross. Yeah. Hey, Alyssa Milano, why don't you do this on your fucking podcast instead of me doing it on mine? I probably don't even have a quarter of your listeners. But, oh no, you care more about Brett Kavanaugh than you do about the Hong Kong people. And, yep. you know, regardless of what he did or not, it's a little bit different when people are really being beaten and mistreated yep. and destroyed. Like, I mean, from like, what I'm saying, they're cutting causes. off their yeah. clean water and things yeah. like that. It's like, no, this is, this is way more even appalling than what is supposedly happening at our borders. And I said... I was like, I don't mean, there are issues at the borders, but there is a lot of mismedia in that as well. Oh, yeah. And that's the problem, too, is, like, there's a lot of fake news here or there. And so, yes, there are real problems here in this country. And no one's saying they're not, but they are nothing compared to what's going on over there. Yeah, and it's getting to a head where that needs to be stopped. Yeah, and we are the only people who have any power to do so. Yeah, we have have a lot of flex on China because we buy all their stuff. Yeah, it's like, we are in debt to China. That is true, but we also buy all of this stuff yeah. from there, and if we ever quit buying it, and... They're in debt to us real quick. Yeah, exactly. And, and it is one of those things, people, that it just, just I don't like to call you out on your bullshit. So yeah, let's let's quit with the hero status, the social justice, justice warring, all of that crap, because you don't give a crap about people. You only give a crap about likes and money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And why can't you just be awesome without money, like this guy? Yeah, and like you. Yeah. We are poor and awesome. And yeah. don't support slave labor. I know. And I'm like, man, I got, like, Adam-level heated. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, the hypocrisy just, uh... You talked about it a little bit, but you got into it. I know. Like, there are a few... Like, the homeless situation here and that really pisses me off. Because, again, it comes... It all comes down to the hypocrisy of these people who literally act like people like us are assholes for saying something when we're really up against the popular opinion. Yeah. The popular opinion in this country is Trump sucks. So constantly talking about Trump all the time, being bad, is not the popular opinion, guys. Like We get it. We know yeah. most of us don't like him. He's a game yeah. show host. He's running the country. It's not going great. It's going as good as a game show host could probably do, which is like yeah. not somebody who should be doing it. Uh, but like the China thing, we should really get involved in that. 
Yeah, it's like, let's really get involved in this if we want to put our money where our mouth is. And yeah. sadly, Trump is doing more than you people who rightfully so complain about him. I get he is an asshole. He sucks. He should not be president. No one's saying he shouldn't. But quit acting like you're being you're going against the grain by doing that. Where you can really go against the grain is fight for these fucking people. Yeah. Get them their rights, and then they'll still see the movies. Their people yeah. are seeing the movies. The government isn't. I mean, the government does not let them have movies, but... Yeah, they probably get them for free. And that is the thing, though. It's like, I haven't got a Disney Plus subscription, and I won't. Because Disney is heavily tied to China. Yeah, because that's where they make most of their money, is the international market. Yeah, that's why you see a lot more changes. That's what people don't understand, is a lot of these reshoots for movies has nothing to do with the quality of the movie. It just has to do with its appeal to Hong Kong. Yes. Yeah, I mean, the appeal to China. God, I've misspoken a few times. Yeah, they put out most of their movies that they know are going to bomb here with scenes that we don't understand because they do better over there. Yeah, like they cut out all the gay stuff in Fast and the Furious. What? That was a American dad joke. Oh. <laughs> like, I was like, what? Gay stuff in Fast and the Furious? Yeah, like, I don't, like, and this one was just a few years ago or whatever, but, like, Steve finds a script to the next Fast and the Furious movie and then goes, and it's weird because, like, I know that Chris Morgan and Seth MacFarlane have a mutual friend in Adam Carolla, but they don't call the guy Chris Morgan who wrote it, I don't think. Yeah. But, so there's, like, a little bit of uh, fakeness, but I'm pretty sure this was accurate, that there is, like... They're like, oh yeah, this is amazing, but there's all these like gay, uh, like gay sex scenes with Vin Diesel and Paul Walker because this, I guess, was before Paul died. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it would have been before I moved out here because weirdly that's coincides when I was in Phoenix the day before I got here. Oh really? Uh, it was when Paul Walker died. But yeah, weird tangent. But yeah, back to the American Dad plotline. Well, so Steve and his friends find this uh, complete script of the next Fast and the Furious movie that includes the gay sex scenes between Paul Walker and Vin Diesel. <clears throat> and they take it to him. And they're like, oh, why is all this? And they're like, yeah, this is actually how we, you know, make the movie. But it gets cut out for the Chinese market because we really have to make sure we have the gay undertones because that is the main driving force of these films. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, it is. Yeah, I've seen all the so Fast and the Furious. <laughs> But yeah, I just love that they had a whole bit on it. And it was funny. Uh, I get a lot of stuff from American Dad. I watch American yeah. Dad. It's a good show. So yeah, well, I got super ranty because, you know, as much as I pretend like I don't care about people, I do. And I love shoving hypocrisy in the fake heroes' faces. And the Twitter Justice Warriors um, and all their bullshit. Because I use my platform for mostly good. Um, like, hey, Grass Door, and who else? Uh, DC Universe. DC Universe, get a PlayStation app. Yeah. Um, so yeah, these are some... So I can give you $7 a month, or however cool. much you cost. And Pluto TV. I know you're owned by Viacom, who supported South Park, so I, I, you know, do have that fake commercial I made for you guys in this. Uh, so yeah, you guys sponsor the show, because I actually believe in people. Check it out, Pluto. Yeah. Um, so, now... I think I'm done. All right. I think I think I'm done with that rant. Uh, any final thoughts on anything? We no final thoughts. Today? I think we did it all. I need to freshen up on my SVU slash NFL criminals. I know. Um, yeah, just Google the worst crimes in the NFL. Like <laughs> it's so simple yet so easy. It's and then so terrible. just watch copious amounts of SVU. That's what I hate about not having cable is I have to physically go to Hulu and pick an episode. So then I seem like a pervert, as opposed to just being like, oh, it was just on. Like, yeah. and I, hours later, I'm like, dum Because no one wants to watch sex criminal stuff by choice. They want to act like it was on. 
Yeah, we want to at least pretend like it was an accident. Yeah, that's yeah. why they have it on USA at all times. Yeah. They're like, hey, accidents happen. Yeah. Hey, perverts, we got your show over here without judgment. Yeah. <laughs> Accidentally turned us on. We're on Channel 37. Yep. Totally. Just it, it just always was magically on USA. And it's not my fault. Christopher Maloney has the best ass on television. You heard it here first. I know. And that's been discussed many times on this podcast, I think, and other podcasts. Um, I'm sure other podcasts have covered it, too. Yeah, at least if I was on them. <laughs> <laughs> that's your real platform? The yeah. China thing, but also Christopher Yeah, Maloney's it's plot. like, um, I support Hong Kong and fuck China, and also Christopher Maloney's ass is spectacular. There was a whole Tumblr page, like, dedicated to it when he was on a show with Rachel Harris, a uh, short-lived, fluffy talk show called Surviving Jack. She made okay, one yeah. because, like, she agreed, and then it was just bunches of uh, screen grabs from SVU. And, oh, nice. You know, Oz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of butts in Oz. But you know what's weird? They don't have a life-size stand-up of Christopher Maloney because I wanted to buy that for my house. Uh, and really? they, that doesn't exist. Do they have one of Ice tea? Uh, I didn't look for Ice tea. Oh. Uh, I looked for Christopher Maloney. Uh, just because I was like, if I could have any random life-size cutout, it would be him. That'd be fun. Because I've seen Jensen Ackles and Misha Collins from Supernatural, which okay. is important. Like, I did consider that. But I'm like, no, it'd be a little weird. Yeah. Oh, did you buy your Ash doll? No, because I don't have money. But okay. yeah, um, I do did find a store here that has it for 50 bucks too. Okay, so. cool. Like, I will get my Ashy Slashy puppet one day when I'm not yes. poor. I saw, I was looking around and I was like, there's Ash stuff. Oh yeah, she's going to get a doll. Yeah, I wanted that. I've been wanting that puppet for years. Because it used to be 120 bucks, but now it's like half the price. Which is weird, because the show. Yeah, I know. But, well, they, they realized, because I love puppets. Because I went to this cute little, um... It was called Fun Size Horror, like, Shocktail Night at Alamo Draft House downtown. Oh, cool. And it was, like, all these, like, fun horror shorts, and then there were these puppets, Mistress Minerva and Screwball, that, like, did a little, like, you know, TV intro mm -hmm. for each of, like, the little shorts, because there was, like, three different episodes with, like, two different shorts each, yeah. like, sort of separated into, like, one would be, like, the feminist one, and then there was, like, the animation. It was pretty cute, but I love puppets, so I was really into it, and they were there live, too. Oh, like, so in between the episodes, the puppets were also there live, and, yeah, it's pretty adorable, guys. Follow Fun Size Horror. It's from Molly Elfman, who is Danny Elfman's daughter, I believe. Yeah. Oh, neat. I love Danny Neat. And it's cute. I think they will be doing more nights uh, at the Alamo Draft House here. I love but, the Alamo Draft House. Yeah, so sweet. Because you don't have to get up and they just bring you beer and food. I the Joker there. Oh, sweet. Did you see it in 35mm there? Yes. Oh, man, jealous. I just went to here in Burbank. I like I to see wait. everything on film. Yeah. If I can. Yeah, and we have a lot of places here, like the New Beverly. New Beverly, which is here. where I'm going tonight. Yeah. To see Grindhouse, the way it should be shown back to back with the fake trailers. Yeah. One of them not being fake anymore because they made Machete. Yeah, which was fun. Yeah, I love Grindhouse. Although, Death Proof, if they just ended it at the point where he kills the first group of girls, way better movie. The second group, way more annoying bitches. Or wait, have you seen this, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Because I was like, spoiler alert, the <laughs> second group is super annoying and they don't even die. They yes. kill the way cool character that is Kurt Russell. Yeah. I don't like that. It's like, I, as a woman, a I find this appalling. They punch him a bunch, and then they kick him, and then he dies. Yeah. Not cool. 
Because the first group of women, eh, like, cool that they died, but, like, I would have rather them live and then the second group died. Yeah, I would have rather them lived. Because they, yeah. they, like, built their story and then they didn't build the other girls a story but made the movie about them. Yeah, that was what I didn't like. I was like, I don't give a shit about these bitches. They're annoying, too. Yeah, like, they were, like, cheerleaders. Yeah. But one of them was Zoe Bell, the cool bad Yeah, I like Zoe Bell. Yeah. yeah. But, like, they're like, oh, they're cheerleaders. But one of them is a stunt girl and has to look at this car in the middle of nowhere for some fucking reason. Yeah. I was like, that could have been better. But, you know, Plant Terror is fun. I love Plant Terror. Yeah. Rose McGowan with the, um, you know, machine gun leg. Awesome. A lot of flaws to that machine gun leg, but... Yeah. Yeah, clearly not as flawless as Chainsaw Arm. Chainsaw Arm makes sense because he shows that he puts a pin on his shirt so he can start the chainsaw. Uh, How does she shoot the gun? I don't know. Like, you want to answer, but there's no answer. Yeah, she's exactly. not. She's not holding it with her hand. See, I watch a show called Legends of Tomorrow, so I've just learned to come up with a term called Legends Logic, which I prefer them just to say one little thing, like, "Oh, this is why we can't do Firestorm because blah blah blah." Yeah, and then I'm like, "Cool, that makes sense." Um, but then uh, like stuff like that, it's like we just needed one line that would be like, "Oh yeah, she uses this to shoot the gun." Yes. Yeah. Well, but they, they needed some Legends logic, but yeah. it was before that show. It was. That's but, what I'm doing. Seeing Grand House on film. Well, that is neat. What else are you doing as we wrap up here? You got any stand-up dates you want to plug? <clears throat> yeah, November 15th. I am somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> like I am somewhere in here. Check out joshfcomedy.com. Yeah. I have all my dates up there. Joshfcomedy.com or joshfcomedy on Instagram. You can find my dates. I'll post them. Cool. I don't look at my phone. Yeah. Um, and where can they find you on social media if they want to keep up the conversation about Hong Kong and China? Josh F. Comedy on everything. Cool. Joshfcomedy.com, joshfcomedy everywhere. Josh, and then the letter F, and then comedy, all one word. Cool. Since I'm Lucretia Line, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. Unless you support China and then you can eat a big fat dick. And I'll see you next Tuesday. I'm coming out of my range and I'm doing alright. Gotta, gotta be on because I wanna. See you next Tuesday. Tired of nagging yourself to get a website for your artistic career already? Radportfolios.com creates affordable custom websites for artists. Use code BRIGHTSIDE. That's one word for half off your website startup. Radportfolios.com so you can get back to getting booked.